A pleasure to welcome Koko Kanyagute. Koko, we haven't spoken to you in a while. Tokozani Koko, Tokozani Abandabatalo, welcome to the show. I was the last time we spoke, there was a course that Coco was was uh, putting together to help us understand certain things. Am I correct, Coco? Yes, it was. We're actually in the going into the second chapter of it is Umamawetu, and between that time and the last time that we spoke. It's also another course that I've been put together that I'm for an international offering called the Middle Passage. So I've been quite busy focusing on just distilling indigenous knowledge into educational sources so that we can start and create learning manuals and everything and preserve and put our indigenous knowledge into a written format and start to and start to promote and promulgate it. I'm hoping a lot more young people are coming in as well because uh, it is time to pass the baton to them. Yes, that's the thing that I think I appreciate the most about this space is that a lot of young people, a lot of people who um, who are coming in, also a lot of women, women who are um, in professional spaces but also very much drawn to African wisdom, ancestral wisdom, and indigenous knowledge. So it's, it's a beautiful space and it's a beautiful part that I'm in right now in terms of the work that I'm doing. Fantastic, Gogo. I love it. I love it. And I hope in time, as Gogo uh, says, you know, just put into recording, um, writing down um, all this knowledge so that, you know, sometime the history we learn is going to be the kind of history we, we, we tell we can relate to as well. That is true. Coco, hey, the, the, the spiritual meaning of fire in a dream, Coco. If one, you know, has dreams and there's fire, what, 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 should one be worried? No, one shouldn't be worried because fire, much like water, like air, like the earth, is an elemental force of creation. So what it means is that the fire element is the natural part of the four elements that are necessary in order for life to exist. So if you dream of fire, what it means is that it's fire represents both creation and destruction. And also it creates um, a, transformative, a transformative energy. Fire it activates and consumes you know, in the way that it's represented. And also fire has the ability to change the energetic material of things. So that's what you'd understand when you see fire in your team. Because once our ancestors mastered the ability to make fire, that's when they moved from what we could say being cavemen and being savages and suddenly had the ability to be able to be in control and to cook food you know, to prepare um to prepare a lot of things using the fire because most things are forged from fire. Yeah. If 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 one dreams of running away from a fire, Gogo, um does it mean anything because the fire is behind one and one is moving away from it? 
So as I often say that there isn't a singular meaning to why one would be running away from fire. There's certain people that um so if you have a spiritual calling and part of your spiritual calling is to be able to but when you are running away from your spiritual calling, so the representation will be that the fire will chase you in your dreams. But also in the same context, if it is something then it could be that that fire represents a certain kind of that is being sent to you using fire as something that would be then called Uvuta. Oh, yes. Hey, that Vuta story, because one reads a lot about it in the press, people's properties getting destroyed. Yes. And and, and if one gets burned by the fire, then it means it, it, it it's really time to get worried. You know, um, as I'm saying, if everything has to be within context because you can't generalize. Being burnt, it's like a child. Let's go back to a child. Children are very curious, and while they're learning, they, they don't understand how things work. So if a child gets burnt by the fire, how then they learn? So even in your dream, you could understand that if it's not a negative or a sinister thing, the fire, if then it burns you, it must burn, but it's to teach you a certain kind of deeper principle that comes with the fire to be able to revere it. If it is then something that is destructive and that fire burns you in your dream, there must be negative things that manifest immediately and you start to see in your life. If that thing will then have to start to show itself where there will be a fire that will spontaneously happen. If it is something that is it's like... um. A, a hex that is supposed to be a reversal hex on your thing. Even it's supposed to be a physical thing, you'll start to see it within your thoughts to have certain things like your feet or like on your face and it'll be like burning sensations on your face. But sometimes the dreams are around also you running away from an elemental force that you are not in alignment with. And therefore, that fire element will burn you in order to call you that you need to align with the fire energy. We'll talk a lot more in a moment. Of course, we'll chat to Uchama out in the Eastern Cape. Stay with us. Love the outdoors and nature? Then don't miss Natural History Dynasties. We start off with the making of on the last Sunday of September. Then in the first week, we have Chimpanzee. Week 2, Emperor. In the third week, we have Lion. And we end off the month with Painted Wolf. This is Natural History Dynasties every Sunday at 6.30pm, only on SADC3. 12 minutes past 4, 891 104 SMS 41391 at a cost of uh, 150 uh, uh, Twitter us at SFM Radio using the hashtag SFM Let's uh, quickly say good morning to Kulani. Kulani, good morning. Thank you for calling. Good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? We are well. Thanks and you, Kulani. Thank you. Lovely. Ukoko is listening. You wanted to share your dream 
Okay. Um, uh, I remember two things uh, in that dream. I saw like uh, one run coins, and they were white. Uh, these coins, they just came from uh, from from above. They they just fell into my arm. I mean, into my into my hand. And the second part of the dream, I saw two 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 people, and they were good looking. And these people were like uh, albinos. They were white as albinos. And um, they passed me when I was going into the shop. But uh, the other guy, that, that same guy, um, he was trying to, to, to speak to me, and I couldn't understand what, what he was saying. Then the, the, the dream uh, finished. Wow. Gogo, uh, yes. did Gogo make, make it out? It was essentially, if you speak about it, um, those two albino-like or um, foreign-looking people, but who are very good-looking, what it represents is then a metaphor of a benevolent spirit or a positive ancestor. But because you are not aware of who those people are and where it is that they come from, they then will show themselves in a form that you are not able to understand. But those are probably the guiding ancestors who are supposed to come into your life and to be able to give you luck in terms of how they came and they gave you money and there's this, and there's this understanding of beauty. So within it, what it means is that you're supposed to go and consult with someone so that they can be able to pinpoint for you that where in your ancestry are you missing your guiding ancestors that are supposed to be Abaniga Tibetan Santa Taco. Okay. Yeah. There you go, Kulani. Are you happy? And then in the Eastern Cape, Jama sends a WhatsApp message, Coco. Jama says, um, I dream a lot lately, but the problem is that I often forget what I was dreaming about by the time I wake up. This is concerning to me as I feel that some of the things I dream about are important and of significance to my well-being both as a father and a husband. Could there be a reason why I forget? Please assist Coco, Uchama, Benya, out in the Eastern Cape. So was a yes. The thing is that it's around how you go to bed. So a lot of people have um, unhealthy eating habits where you would have eaten a lot of food maybe and then an hour later you go to bed. Um, also it's around you go to bed and you haven't even passed you haven't invited the ancestors to be able to say that I'm about to sleep. If you're going to speak to me, please come in a way where I will see you. And when I wake up, I remember you. Also, when you have a dream, you are supposed to wake up immediately after that dream. And you have cell phones now where you could even on one of your volume buttons make it into a shortcut where it opens the voice recorder and record it. Because unless you've had constant practice, it is very difficult to dream a dream at around 9 o'clock if you slept at 9 and then you wake up at 7 and think you're going to remember it. Yeah. Record, record, diarize your dreams all the, all the time, Gogo. That's uh, the biggest thing is to wake up immediately after a dream, diarize the dream, go back into sleep. In the morning you've woken up, you've had a dream, 
that she can't, you're not, it's not quite clear. She signed their post because Neff, but Pata and speak to your ancestors and ask for them to bring the dream again. If that doesn't work, then that is when you would go to a healer and they would then be able to put you through processes of cleansing of Bulele, Matongo. Yo, yeah, Gunzima. Coco, Lerato is in Kohabi, Dikwakwa. Fresh Tatakwana. She says, Togoza Coco, I dream about the forest with huge trees, and at the end of the road, I see something like a river. What is the interpretation, please? So, generally, this is an invitation to go connect with nature. Um, because the one thing that we can't deny as an African people is that we are very disconnected with nature. So our ancestors live in nature. They live in the forests, they live in the rivers, they live in natural environments because those spaces are pure spaces. Those are also the spaces that before the land thing happened where we now live on top of each other, we had lots of space and we had an innate connection with nature as African people. So whenever you dream of nature and it's specific, it's an invitation for you to go to that space and to connect to that space. What I would never advise is being in the country that we're in is for a person who is a man or a woman to go alone to spaces like that. Yeah, yeah. That's how we get worried. Trees and all of that, it's almost like you feel a bit lost. No, I think it's just in our minds, like I'm saying we are neither. We have disassociated now with nature. So when you think of trees and you think of the river, it's seen almost in a negative way. But that's the natural world. That's where everything, actually all life began. But now we're so used to living in the city, living in this developed world, which is not the natural world that even God created. It's a man-made construct. And spirituality is about returning back to the divine and God and our ancestors live in nature in that natural part that was created by divinity. Oh eight nine one one oh four two oh seven SMS four one three nine one at a cost of one hundred and fifty. You can tweet us at SFM radio using the hashtag SFM sound awake or send us a uh, WhatsApp text message oh six one four one oh four one oh seven oh coco can you go to with us until half past four. Bongi Kuala on SAFM. Last six months have been difficult for all of us. I urge everyone to use this public holiday, Heritage Day, as family time to reflect on the difficult journey we have all traveled, to remember those who have lost their lives, and to quietly rejoice in the remarkable and diverse heritage of our nation. And there can be no better way to celebrate our South Africanness than joining the global phenomenon that is spreading across the world, and that is the Jerusalem Dance Challenge. Jerusalem. Beyond the headline on SAFM weekdays 3 to 6 p.m.
If you're active on social media and love SAFM, we hope you'll take a moment to like or follow our SAFM page on Facebook and Twitter. These are the best places to find all the guest information, conversations and stories you love from your favorite presenters along with regular updates from SABC News. And don't forget, you can send your questions to feedback at safm.co.za. SAFM, leading the conversation. Coming up to 21 minutes past four, good to be with you on 104 to 107 FM nationwide. Coco Kanyagote with us until half past four. Coco, if one walks through the fire or one starts a fire, um, what does that represent, Coco? So as we said before, the advent of modern technology, we used fire to cook, to prepare water. Even now in the villages, fire is used to actually conduct almost every single part of life because they're not reliant upon electricity. So when one person dreams of starting a fire, the fire is a positive thing because starting the fire already creates the idea of you are in control and it's a controlled fire. Then, then we go into what does it mean when you walk through the fire. I mean, there's a lot of videos, if you are curious, into African, into African spirituality that you'll find online where certain spiritual healers will actually go into fire and will walk on fire and will not get consumed by the fire. Because I was explaining to you that it's an elemental force that sometimes, as other people that are spiritually gifted, it is the fire entity that gives you your gift, that your gift comes from the fire. So seeing yourself going into the fire and not walking could also signify the spiritual gift, but also seeing and going into the fire, because fire also represents persecution. Since time immemorial, they've always used fire to burn people who are assumed to be witches, it shows that if you go into the fire and you don't burn, that whatever persecutions or judgments or things that people are coming from outside, the accusations will not stand because you will go through the fire and you will pass. Yeah. And, Coco, if, if, uh, in relation to fire, if one sees somebody falling into a fire but they don't get burned, uh, and yet they, you know, they do nothing. It's like somebody falling onto a fire and then falling off the fire without saying anything. Um, it, it, could there be a problem with the person they see in the fire or the person that is experiencing this dream? So before we spoke about somebody walking into the fire, right? Now we're speaking about you, the dreamer seeing someone falling into the fire. Meaning it seems with this swipe, yeah, I understand that if somebody falls into the fire, it means that there's a certain kind of sinister action that you are planning to do, and therefore you fell into the fire. So that's what it would represent in a dream, in my understanding, when you see somebody else falling into the fire and then coming up. And and they don't say anything. They're like quiet because yes. you would you would naturally expect them to scream in pain. No, and that's the whole thing of when you speak about the concept of bubandega or the concept of exposure. 
whenever somebody who does things which are dark and sinister becomes exposed, they do not make noise and shout. They are very silent because there's a certain shame with the whole fact of that now I have been exposed and this person who was hiding my dark intention from has now seen me. Sure, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I tell you, um, it, it takes a special talent, I, I should say, to be able to interpret things that way because other people would just be worried about the other person that gets burned, Cock. Yeah, I mean, that's just naturally how we've been programmed in our minds. Yeah. Oh, eight nine one one zero four two zero seven SMS four one three nine one at a cost of one hundred fifty tiras at SFM at uh, SFM radio using the hashtag SFM Sound Awake. If the pain Coco is experienced by the dreamer, uh, probably uh, being burned, regardless of which part of the body, and the dreamer feels the pain. Um, would would that mean that uh, something is being done to them, therefore they need to try and protect themselves? Mm, not necessarily. Like I've explained that the fire represents a lot of different things. Because we understand fire burns, pain is important where fire is concerned because it has to have a tangible response. Because even when we burn wood, it crackles, spits, and it eventually turns into ash. That process of transformation in terms of what fire represents is supposed to hold through. The same way as when somebody dreams of maybe being in water and they submerge, the feeling is real. They will experience the water element in its realness. But whether it is negative or not when it comes to whatever element you dream of, is around the context within which the dream happens. And if it is a negative thing and you're burnt in the fire, it means that would be the seed that is being planted of whatever witchcraft is being planted against you. And then it must then tangibly or physically then manifest in your life, whether your car will burn down, your house will burn down, or you will start to have certain markings on your body that show that I burnt in the dream, but even when I wake up here, it says I have burn marks. Then you understand that it's something that is negative. Uh, Coco Olerato sends, a dream, uh, sends her dream, says, Thomas Coco, I always dream of fighting with either my mother or my little sister so hard. I don't know what this says, but it's disturbing. The other day I had a dream of myself being pregnant. I am not pregnant or have a baby. What could this be? So um, pregnancy sometimes is metaphorical for the idea of rebirth, of new possibilities, of something that is um, something that is yet to come, potential, because that's what a child represents, is potential of the unknown. When you go into then the dreams of fighting with her mom and her sister, what it could speak around, because I know how our African families and the context is, is that as women, there are often a lot of issues we have in the family way. It's about difference of opinions and difference of being. And when there's more than one sister, there's always this competitive nature that draws the mother into the space where maybe you'll find that the one girl is more like, you know, into being like more Kim Kardashian, being more like Bonang, and then the other one is maybe more into being like more 
reserved and being more church-like and those personality clashes are expressed and experienced by the mother because each will try and say, Hori, look at your child. Your child is like this and there will be judgment. And that is something that is typical in a lot of families where there are females is that often there's fights between the, the siblings and it brings in the mother because it's always like, look at your child. Yo, yeah, Gunzi Magulam Shava Koko. Sisa Koko, I hope I can put this across as ba- uh, as clearly as possible. He says, I had a dream. I was a surgeon doctor at a hospital. I didn't know until they called my name. Then an old classmate took a car I had, I had dreamed about since I since it had my name tag. She gave me a few hundred rands. I went to the big doctors and found them talking about giving her the car. What does that mean, Goko? Um, the dream is quite interesting in the fact that, you know, um, there's a lot of things which don't make sense because a doctor and cars and giving away of your property, there's something that doesn't make sense within that dream, which doesn't, which is not rational in how a doctor comes involved and there's a friend of yours. So it means that there's something that is hidden and there's undertones of sort of dark, sinister intention where your possessions are now wanting to be given away. What I would recommend to Sisa um, is that go and consult because the dream doesn't, doesn't take a rational, logical way of playing itself out. And especially now that you're in hospital, and so it means that it could represent that there's a life-threatening thing that is coming and then you may then pass on from this earth and then your possessions obviously will have to be redistributed. Yeah, I don't see my cock. Coco, how do we get hold of Coco and also just to get in on the, the course, Coco? I am available on social media as Coco underscore Kanyagude. I'm also available on WhatsApp on 081-538-3097. But I encourage everyone who texts me or approaches me on social media, I am not an agony aunt. So do not approach me with your questions and expect I'm going to answer your questions for free because I do not live off of spiritual manner or off of the air. If you want to establish any kind of engagement with me where you call upon my skills, you have to have your money prepared and you have to have your money right. Because on these platforms, it's where we give back and we give for free of our time. And then people will then come into your personal space and then want to carry on that and will then send you their dreams and send you their problems and everything. And then it's very uncomfortable because it's very invasive to firstly understand, Buti, does it mean that you think that what I do is something that doesn't deserve any kind of kindness or any kind of payment? Because behind kindness, so this is my profession. I am a traditional doctor in terms of the law. We have the same standing as what would be a Western doctor. We are legally recognized. So in my practice, the same way as you don't go with the doctor, you go there with your money right or your medical aid right. Also, when you come to a healer, 
come there understanding that there's a financial obligation for everything that you're going to require for to do, regardless of the fact that you interacted with them on a public platform. If you missed your opportunity, wait for the next time that they are on a public platform and they're giving off their skills for free. But when you go into a healer's personal space, you must come there prepared. That is something that really is, for me, problematic that we have in our society is the manner of approach and the assumptions that people just throw their problems upon me. Aye, well said, Gog. Well said. And looking forward to having you again as soon as possible and hopefully uh, the course goes well again. We will speak again in November. The next time I'll be on will be in November. We look forward to that. Enjoy the rest of your show. You too, Coco. Well put. No questions, yeah? Um, people are divided in as far as what uh, former President Jacob Zuma has uh, demanded the recusal of uh, the Deputy Chief Justice uh, Raymond Zondo. Quickly, Kathy sent an SMS to say uh, Chief Just- the, the Chief Justice is not biased, does not need to recuse himself. Former President Jacob Zuma must stop wasting time. Just come and tell your story. We will decide whether he is um, he is innocent or not. And then we lee in Christiana says uh, maybe Zuma wants his uh, poodle, Mahashule, to preside over the commission. He says, cease. These are the results of an, an uneducated leader who is unable to who is unable and scared to answer tough questions uh, of his own making.